Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank, Independence Blue Cross, and the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here's Matt Cabry. So, Jim Marino with the City uh, of Philadelphia Department of uh, Parks and Recreation. That you've been doing this a long time, the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Uh, tell us a little bit about what is the Blue Cross Broad Street Run? Well, it's the largest 10-mile race in the country as far as the number of participants concerned. And the uniqueness of the Broad Street Run is the Blue Cross Broad Street Run is the fact that we go down Broad Street and uh, the runners love that aspect of it. They can run a straight, straight race for 10 miles. It's pretty unique in the country. Anybody ever want to run through City Hall? You know, the first two years, the race did go through City Hall, uh, right through the courtyard from what I'm told. I, I didn't work back then. Uh, I came on in 1984. Uh, the race started in 1980, so I missed the first few. But they told me the first two years they actually did go through uh, the courtyard. Uh, so that was really the direct shot at that point. And that would have been really cool to see that, actually. And yeah. I recognized that back then, 1,500 people were running. It's grown to almost 40,000 people, the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Why is that? Uh, as I said, it's a unique course for one, and it's it's gotten great word of mouth advertising over the years. Uh, we we draw runners from all over the country and all over the world at this point. Uh, and obviously, you know, our partnership with Independence Blue Cross since 1997 has grown the race tremendously. That and the women's running boom. There's been a women's running surge over the past 10, 15 years that have really uh, jacked up the numbers tremendously. Uh, when I became a race director in 1998, we had about 5,500 finishers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's gone to over 40,000. Uh, we just finished our lottery, and uh, we had to turn 5,100 people away because there's no place to put them in the Navy Yard where they finish. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask, why can't we go 45, 50, 55, 60,000 runners if we staggered a little bit? Help me understand well, that. Well, what happens is uh, lining everybody up to start. I mean, we can do the corrals like we do already, and we do a wave start. Uh, it's the finish area that's too congested at this point at the Navy Yard. Uh, the police and the medical team have both said, you know, we want to be able to respond to people in a safe environment. So the only way to do that is to stop it at the 40,000 total runners. So that's where we've been at for about three or four years. Uh, someday, if, if, if the spacing allows us to adjust, uh, I can see the race growing again. But it, as of right now, because where we finish in the Navy Yard, uh, there's just no way to do it logistically and safely. And safety is to be our number one priority. Absolutely. So that's the way we address it. That makes perfect sense because we, we end up at the parade grounds at the end of Broad Street. In, yeah, uh, right in inside the, the heart Yard. of the Navy Yard. And obviously, you know, with the development down there, it's been a wonderful avenue for people to get to see the Navy Yard and build, a, build the environment up down there. The run has really generated a lot of interest in the businesses down there. I mean, when we first went into the Navy Yard, it was 1999 when the uh, the turnover was coming from the U.S. Navy to the city of Philadelphia, BIDC. And um, as the runners went in and saw the compound, the, it's a city. And they, the opportunity became really, really big for the businesses. And uh, now we got great businesses like Tasty Cake and Urban Outfitters. And they've done a wonderful job marketing the facility. Absolutely. It's a it's a real um, uh, success story. I, I'm very familiar with what's happening down at the Navy Yard. And uh, it really is a gem. Uh, we actually get guests from around the world who want to come and learn 
about converting a space like theirs and South Korea was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. They want to take an old industrial complex and convert it into a, a live work play type of environment and they come here to learn about how Philadelphia was able to do it with the Navy Yard. Mm-hmm. So I picked up on something you had mentioned. You became race director in 98. Between 1980 and 1998, we went from about 1,500 runners in the Blue Cross Broad Street run, if I heard you correctly, about 5,500, 6,000. What was that milestone? Is there something that caused a pop to get to now 40,000? There was a couple things. Yeah, the women running boom is, is one of the big ones, but obviously Independence Blue Cross is support. Uh, and what they brought to the table as far as the healthy lifestyle initiatives and things like that. I mean, it was a great matchup. I mean, the Parks and Rec Department owns the event. Uh, and we put it on as part of our duties with the Parks and Rec Department. I mean, the original premise of the race was to provide a recreational activity for the Philadelphia area, which it still is. But we've tied in that healthy lifestyle component since 1997. And with all the intricate pieces of the IBC support, and their wealth of, of background and information and things like that and, and their networking, we were able to grow the race. It just became a perfect fit. It's very unique to have a title sponsor for this many years, and it's because of our relationship. I mean, it's a handshake initially. You know, I mean, it's a friendship. It's, I mean, we both feel like we work for each other, and it, it's a great partnership, and it always has been from day one. It is a great partnership, and I love those kinds of success stories that endure over time. You're in your 20th anniversary, uh, basically, or 21st. 22. Yeah, 22 It's our 22nd year with IBC. So the Blue Cross Broad Street Run is truly an iconic kind of springtime event. Uh, how does that positioning play at a national level and even an international level. Talk about some of the folks who are traveling here to be part of it. Well, a lot of them come in, and it's the spring running season, obviously. The spring, the start of spring and the first Sunday in May is always the, the Blue Cross Broad Street Run in Philadelphia, and that's what we're known for. Uh, so a lot of runners have used that as their stepping stone to start their real real training as they're leading into March and, and April or going into an event they want to really be a part of. So when they do that uh, – it kicks some of them in, into training throughout the summer where they're going to go continuing in, in the fall where there might be half marathons to run. And then obviously like the way we have it set up here in the city is that we have the, the Blue Cross Broad Street run at 10 mile or in the spring. In the fall, there's a, a half marathon. So in September, there's the rock and roll half marathon. And in November, we have our own, you know, half marathon and and full marathon uh and the runners gear that along the way and the ones from out of town are doing the same thing whether they're going to be running in our events or whether they're going to be traveling back to their local communities and being a part of those but it's it's a good mark on where you're at with your training when they start off at the broad street run in may i mean if they're if they're from the south they might come up and do it because they've been training a little while if they're from the north they're really pushing themselves you know because they haven't been out in the weather and things like that so ultimately the blue cross broad street run gets on that circuit if you will of runners who say they're going to do you know these these 15 races this year absolutely yeah and 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 locally we are part of the mid-atlantic usa track and field grand prix circuit where we do have the local runners from delaware new jersey pennsylvania uh eastern pennsylvania where they all are on running clubs 
and and they make it part of their training circuit as, or running circuit for the year too. So uh, one of the things that we often talk about, uh, not only when we're trying to attract businesses to Greater Philadelphia, but tourism as well and conventions as well, working with the PHL CBB and Visit Philadelphia, um, we at Select Greater Philadelphia are always talking about our image, our brand as a place to live, work, and do business. Do you think Blue Cross Broad Street Run contributes to that? And do you have any of the kind of examples, if you will? Like, I'll, I'll give you one that I'm thinking of. Do you have you met somebody on vacation, or uh, have you been in a uh, at a conference and and you know it comes out you're from Philadelphia and they all and they say oh. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I see it a lot. I mean, if if I wear a Broad Street Run shirt, a Blue Cross Broad Street Run shirt to Tampa, or I, I wear to a, a race, con- not necessarily a race director conference, because everybody knows it there, but in different locations, they all come up to me. And I've actually started a little bit of my own marketing campaign with this, where if I see one a runner wearing one of our shirts, if they're in a, in a bar or a neighborhood establishment or something like that, I'll buy them a drink. I'll see what they're drinking. I'll buy them a drink and say, thank you for wearing that shirt. You can't go a day without seeing a Blue Cross Broad Street Run shirt in this area. You really can't. And and then when I see it on the national level, they see me wearing them and they come up to me. Oh, you're from Philly. That's one of the best events I've ever ran in. I never I don't go back to Philly that often, but I love when I do go back, I make it a point to come back and run one of your races. And and that's the give back that we get from it. You know, I mean there's and it's, it happens quite a bit when I'm traveling around. Like I said, if I'm wearing the gear, it gets their attention and they come right up to me and start talking about how how great the broad street run is so that's that that's a a rewarding satisfaction on my end and knowing knowing that we're drawing people into the city you know into the community i mean we want them to be a part of this and come and i and i always tell them come and see our other events too come and come to welcome america come and, and 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 enjoy our other festivities and things like that you'll love everything we do great restaurants you know the whole bit i give them the full sales pitch because that's what it's all about i'm born and bred here i love the city and i like to see everybody enjoy it also Absolutely. And, and you know, the recreational activities that we offer as a region, uh, in addition to the Blue, Blue Cross Broad Street Run, you know, you can ride your bike from South Street Bridge all the way out to Valley Forge. You can go up to the Poconos. You can go down the shore in Delaware and New Jersey. Um, most people call it the beach. We call it the shore. Uh, but, you know, that that is one of the under-recognized, often underappreciated assets of the greater Philadelphia region. That we tease out when we're talking with folks about the the recreational activities, the cultural activities that we offer as a community, and, it, and it's really special. And I'm glad you mentioned, um, you know, kind of bringing people here because it's economic development. And uh, I don't know how often this comes up in your conversations, but if you could talk a little bit about the economic impact of an activity like the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Yeah, I mean, we did we did a, a couple of surveys with some of the colleges over the past five six years, things like that, and you know we, they've generated numbers uh, in the range of ten to twelve million dollars. You know where we we feel we're making some kind of an economic impact either through hotel rooms, restaurants, the various tourism sites picking up numbers that weekend and things like that. So you know it, it, it's not as great an impact on a national level as it is a regional level where we're bringing the people from the two, three, four hour distance as compared to you know coming from outside. I mean we do get people from every state uh, and other countries and things like that in that race, but but once we get them here and we show them we could put on a good product. They come back again in the fall for the marathon. 
And if they come back from the fall on the marathon, that's when the real numbers come in from out of town. So the developing of the running community and, and having us go out and, and network with these other races and things like that, it does generate in the long run the whole package of what we put on in Philly, as you said, you know, culturally, recreationally, and things like that. And that's what our that's what we strive for. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it, having the foundation of the Blue Cross Broad Street Run as our, our main one, it's the largest 10-mile race in the country. It's the sixth largest race of any distance in the country. That alone attracts people from across the country because of the, the, the like, hey, look at this race. You know, I never did 10 miles, and that's the unique part. It's not a half marathon. It's not a 10K. So they want to come and do it one time, and then they come back, and they love it. The word-of-mouth advertising has been phenomenal. That's great. And, and they want to be able to say, I did the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Yeah, it's, it's a bucket uh, yeah. list. Yeah, exactly. It's a bucket list, really without cool. a doubt. Is there a fun fact about the Blue Cross Broad Street Run that stands out for you? You know, you had mentioned we have runners from every state, for example. Uh, but is there is there another one uh, that causes you to say, well, that's really unique, that's really cool, that goes beyond, you know, it's 10 miles and oh. it's one turn, you know, that maybe we had somebody from a, uh, the furthest distance that they traveled, they came from South Africa. Yeah, we've had came, them from you know, New Zealand. You know what I mean? And, yeah, we've had them from New Zealand and, and Singapore. Uh, they come in and, and uh, some of the people that actually work our event have done the Chase Corporate Challenge all over the world. So they tell people about our event. The, the people that work that event as logistical people – are home based here in Philly, some of them, and they go out and they pitch our event. So we get those kind of tidbits, like yeah, and and, and the, the marketing reach by word of mouth once again is is, is great. Um, a fun fact, well, uh, how about a million cups that we plan to have on hand in case there's a, a hot day, you know, things like that. I mean, the the prior planning is is is, is tremendous, and we, you know, we've we've managed to capture the hearts of the community, and uh, there's a lot of fun facts. I mean, people getting married on the, on our sub, not married, but they're getting they're meeting people each other on the subway. On the way up to the start, everybody takes the subway to the start. Yeah, and it leads to and, love, and, and it leads to love, and they they introduce themselves in a, in a cramped subway, and they next thing you know they're getting engaged on the subway, or they're kneeling down at the finish line. So those kind of things have happened numerous times where people met each other at the race, and they turned it into a marriage, and you know they're bringing their kids now to run the race with them. That's pretty cool. So that is neat stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Great. Well, you know, as iconic as the Blue Cross Broad Street Run is. Uh, uh, there's a guy who's sitting next to us named Joe Lynch, who's also iconic uh, at Independence Blue Cross. That's what I'm told. Is that fair, Joe? Well, uh, no comment. <laughs> Can't get past him at the door. <laughs> so, Joe Lynch, you lead security for Independence Blue Cross? Yeah, that's correct, Matt. I'm the director of uh, safety and security for Independence Blue Cross. Been there since 2003. I have. Yeah. You're much more than just uh, a guy who makes sure everybody at Independence stays safe. Yeah, uh, you are uh, very passionate about uh, fitness and health, and yes, and you you believe that and you live that. I do, yeah. So, like you said, uh, my major role, you know, my responsibility at Independence is to uh, keep people safe, but I also take on the personal passion of keeping people fit. And uh, so, what we do is we have a corporate. We, in fact, we have a very large corporate running uh, club. It's the the largest corporate running club in the city of Philadelphia, the, the Independence Blue Cross Blue Streaks. So we have over 200 members. There are so all associates. And um, so we get about 150 of the 200 that participate in the Broad Street Run every year. 
Yeah, so. And when the Blue Cross Broad Street run isn't happening, tell us what those 200 plus or minus associates of the Independence Blue Cross Blue Streaks do. Do you guys run every week? Do you run every day? Well, we do. You know, summertime, like a day like today, we'll get out on a day like today. But, you know, when it's cold out, uh, some folks don't like getting outside. So what we'll do is uh, we have a high rise over at the building and it's uh, 48 stories tall. So on Wednesdays, Matt, we uh, we as a group, the Blue Streaks, get together. I'll send out emails suggesting that, hey, we got Jimmy's race coming up in May or, you know. And so what we do is we uh, get the word out that, you know, we just can't start exercising the day before the race. So we, we encourage our Blue Streaks and others within the company uh, to come on out and, um, and participate in stair climbing. Because it's an activity that doesn't take a long time. So you can generally get this done over the course of your lunch. You know, a quick run up uh, 64 stories, up and down, and then you have time to take a shower afterwards. And But it's a total body workout. So it, in essence, it's a, it's a great way to, um, to stay fit and to stay focused all year round. Me personally, Matt, I mean, I, uh, I participate in runs from March all the way through to late November up until the Philadelphia Marathon. So I have to train 12 months out of the year. So I, you know, I, uh, I don't like doing it alone. So we, we encourage all the, uh, the folks in, the, in our corporate running group to come out and, uh, and exercise. That's great. Yeah. So can you, can you actually call a 64 staircase run quick? How, well, <laughs> how long does it take to run uh, 64 flights of steps, yeah, right? It de- yeah, it all depends on fitness level. And that's the big thing, Matt. What we do is we uh, we encourage everyone to come out, regardless of their fitness levels. Because it's all about, at that point, it's about team building and uh, internal networking and supporting one another. So, um, you know, we have some folks that are faster and some folks that maybe take some time. And we, you know, we set goals. We don't, uh, we'll put a goal out there, but I tell each, you know, all the climbers just to, you know, set your own goal for the day, you know, and, um, and we, you know, you'll develop over a course of time. So it's all about team support. And it should be fun. Yeah, it should yeah. be fun. Yeah, it should yeah. be something people are dreading. Well, That's great. Um, Independence Blue Cross has been a longtime supporter of the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Yeah. Talk with us a little bit about what Independence does at the run that goes beyond potentially the runners who are participating? Are there volunteers who are assembled at the beginning, at the end, throughout the course, et cetera? Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, we have a very large uh, volunteer group, uh, the Blue the Blue Crew, and uh, they volunteer to be out there. and They uh, assist Jim and his team with uh, passing out water at the many water stations and uh, from the very top leadership, I know our CEO is out there, out front, early in the morning, encouraging uh, the Blue Streaks to come on up. We take a, a team photo, which we're all very proud of, you know, and um, and we get up there early, and um, we we as a team, we uh, you know, we get up there and we want to show our support to the company and and to Jim's effort because, like Jim said early on, it's it's really. Uh, a marriage between independence and, and Jim and his team. Uh, just as much as Jim enjoys this event, um, we all do as well. Um, so independence, we uh, think of this event as, as uh, very special to us. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know Independence Blue Cross is omnipresent in our community across yes. greater Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine that the Blue Cross Broad Street Run is one of your signature programs. Yeah. Um, talk with us a little bit about the uh, the connection that you make, not only with the community, but right. frankly, with your clients, because yeah. many of us use Independence Blue Cross as our provider of health insurance to yeah. ensure that ourselves and our families uh, have mm-hmm. access to top quality health care that's yeah. affordable. Um, and I suspect you're, you're developing and enhancing existing relationships with the corporate community that values that kind of engagement that their insurer is providing. Yeah. So, you know, um, not only do we we support the Blue Cross Broad Street Run for the past 22 years, Matt, we have the the Indigo uh, bike sharing, Philly Share bike program. Uh, We have over 100 plus stations out there in the community, uh, over a thousand bikes. Since the uh, it launched in July 2015, we've had over, uh, well, a million and 250,000 riders, you know. Uh, we do the National Walk at Lunch, uh, which occurs every April, where we encourage uh, folks to get out there, a brisk 30-minute walk. You turn a working lunch into a walking lunch, you know. So that can decrease the risk of heart attack and uh, type 2 diabetes. Um, we also have, the, I don't know if you're familiar with it, down on Delaware Avenue, we have the uh, the Blue Cross River Rink. Uh, so we have Winterfest and Summerfest. Independence has been a title sponsor for the last 24 years. Um, but we have, uh, there's a lot of uh, activities down there for not just our members, but the members of the community, you know. Um, um, we also, we have an Achieve Wellbeing platform for our members. And that's a new online platform to help uh, people uh, better manage their health and, and to stay fit. So that can be online or can be for your mobile app. So we're really touching base with the younger uh, members as well because we know the younger members like you know the use of the telephones you know for technology. So in, even employers can implement a, a worksite well-being program uh, which can reduce the healthcare costs for their employees. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's great, Joe. You know, as we were talking about independence and its presence and its support in helping Greater Philadelphia be successful, yeah. you know, a big a lot of what we do at Select Greater Philadelphia is, is work to attract new businesses here and create new jobs, which we hope ultimately turns into new business for everybody, including yeah. Independence Blue Cross. Yeah. Um, your view on the economic impact of an activity like the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Well, you know, like Jim touched on, and I don't want to steal Jim's thunder, but you know, Jim mentioned that, you know, when you, you might be on vacation, you might uh, have someone that finds out you're from Philadelphia, and the first thing out of their mouth is, hey, you, in, you do the Broad Street Run? I'm a runner. I've been a runner since 1996. I participated in 11 Broad Street Runs, but 24 full marathons and 22 halves. And I know that uh, I've been to many cities. And the minute that they find out you're from Philadelphia, they want to know about the Broad Street Run. In Boston, you know, you have the Boston Marathon. And like Jim said, that's like um, you want to get your ticket punched there. In Philadelphia, I think people want to get their ticket punched at the Broad Street Run versus the Philadelphia Marathon. Not taking anything away from the marathon. But you know what's great about the uh, Broad Street Run? It's a 10-mile. So it's open to folks that maybe don't have an opportunity to train four or five or times a week. You know, it might be, uh, you know, you don't have to have that fitness level. For a 10-mile, 
that you would need for a 26 mile. So that's the beauty behind a Broad Street Run. You could be a novel runner. In 2006, I made the mistake. I did no training whatsoever for the Broad Street Run. And uh, believe me, um, I, I paid for it after the run. You know, I had to walk down my stairs from the bedrooms to the living room backwards because my uh, hamstrings were torn apart. So, <laughs> Sounds like a great but memory. Like, uh, but getting <laughs> back to what it can do for uh, the economic uh, uh, development of a city, I think uh, many things, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have the, the hotel rooms filling up. You're going to have the restaurant seats filling up. Runners are a special breed. They like coming into a city and they like spending money. They like bringing their family. There's so much rich history in the city of Philadelphia. And for an athletic event as popular as the Broad Street Run, for that to attract these out-of-staters to come into the city is something that Jim and Independent should be very, very proud of. I have a couple more questions, and I'm going to ask some questions more than once and ask them a little bit differently just to get a different answer. So I don't want you to think I'm not listening or, or recognizing what you guys are saying. Um, so I'm going to stay with Joe and then shift back to Jim. What does the Blue Cross Broad Street Run mean to you? Well, uh, it, um, I'll tell you what, uh, Matt. I, I look forward to it uh, all year. I'll be very frank. Um, it brings a lot of my friends and family together. Um, it's great to see uh, the people from outside the city and outside the state, frankly, come to a, a fitness event for one common goal, and that's to to stay healthy and to stay fit. And um, I have a heck of a the tailgate party afterwards, so um, I always like uh, having that party because I see a lot of my friends that I haven't seen all year. So camaraderie, camaraderie, team yeah. spirit, and fun. Like, and the associates, the corporate running team at Independence, um, they all get very excited. I can guarantee you they all get very excited. And it's great to see, um, you know, because when March comes around, and like Jim mentioned, the uh, the lottery just closed when yesterday, Jim. Um, so, you know, you hear folks, they're very elated because they've entered the lottery and they, they got a, a, a bib. And then you might hear of a couple folks who unfortunately did not make the lottery, you know. But um, but uh, for me, it's a, um, a very special event, which I look forward to all year. I, I forgot to ask you when we first met, Joe, yeah. where did you grow up? Did I did I miss that? I grew up in southwest Philadelphia, the most blessed sacrament parish. Yeah. It was the largest uh, uh, parish in the United States. The school, when I was in first grade, we had over 3,600 children in a parochial grade school. K through eight. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm our Lady of Lords kid yeah. in uh, West Philly. The reason I ask, yeah. when you're when you're traveling and, yes. and you're representing either you know the Lynch family yep. or the Independence Blue Cross family, um, how do you describe Philadelphia and, and what do you say to folks about Philadelphia when you meet them somewhere else around the world? Yeah, we could tell by um, very recent uh, large events. We've had the Pope come here it's exciting. There's a lot of exciting things going on in Philadelphia. So we had the Pope come here. We had the Democratic National Convention. We just had the Super Bowl champs, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, celebrate here. So it's it's a city with energy, and it's only going to get better. Um, I don't see anything um, that's going to stop our development. You see the, the number of cranes, the number of uh, 
um, real estate development, both commercial and residential going on. And it's nice to be part of that. There is certainly an energy here, that's for sure. What does the Blue Cross Broad Street Run mean to Philadelphia? You know, I'll speak for the city of Philadelphia. I think we're very fortunate to have uh, the largest 10 mile. So that's something very special. For many years, early years, uh, early on, I guess in the 80s, I guess the U.S. Army 10 miler was number one. I don't know what year that uh, the Blue Cross Broad Street Run surpassed their their uh, total runners, Jim. But uh, yeah, so Jim, I, I do want to come back to a couple of things. Um, talk with us a little bit about you, you had just mentioned a moment ago that the cutoff for registering for the Blue Cross Broad Street Run uh, just closed, uh, and you had to turn away a little over five thousand applicants. Uh, yeah. Correct. It's hard to leave that many people yeah. out on the sidelines. It yeah, really is. I bet. I bet. But where I'm going with this, and this is quintessential Philadelphia, I think. Um, share with us if this happens. Are there those who just show up and and want to slide in and you know participate, even though they aren't officially registered? And how do you handle that? They do, and I mean we we have a, we have people to work our, our start area at each crowd. I mean now modern modern days, the reality of safety issues come into play with everything you do in a large scale event like this. So we have a lot of security up at the start line to make sure everybody has a registered bib number, uh, and we we try to discourage the bandit runners, as they call them in the industry, you know, from from participating. We want them to be part of the event. We want them to be part of our volunteer crew. We want them to be part of our cheer zones. We want them to come to our expo. We want them to experience everything like that and we make a lot of accommodations for groups to get in uh and we're individuals to get into the race above and beyond the lottery i mean we have five charities that benefit from the event uh and they all get a certain number of race bibs that they can sell at a premium uh to raise money for their organizations we've raised millions of dollars for the american cancer society through the blue cross broad street run over the years we have student run philly style which is our youth training program here in the city uh where we have approximately 1100 kids that participate in in a program in the middle school and high school ages it, that's about an 11 year old program with that we've nurtured by letting them participate in the blue cross broad street run um, and now they run uh, religiously where their their healthy lifestyle as we mentioned before it's it's something that we were all able to be a part of uh, one of the other charities is Back on My Feet, which is a national organization that has a home base here in Philadelphia. And we were the first race that partnered with them. And they've been with us ever since they were, they were formed. And, you know, it's one of the missions of the city to help fight homelessness. And that's one of the perfect examples of what people give back to the community from the event uh, where they, they sign up with the charity and raise money for that organization to continue doing a lot of the good work the city has to offer. Um, and then we have the Fairmount Park and Service who keeps our natural uh, habitat, or the Fairmount Park going. And our newest partner is the American uh, Association for Cancer Research. Once again, another Philadelphia big organization that you yep. know is getting up on the map that and, and they've been here for over almost 100 over 100 years and they're the the, the leading research you know business entity in the world, entity in the yeah. world yeah. with all the research dollars that they put out for all these other events and you know with them being a partner with us that's helping us expose philadelphia on a national and international level again you know so as our partnerships with these charities has really been a core um factor in our success uh it's our way of the race giving back to the community and the other piece that we do is that all of our volunteer groups for the blue cross broad street run 
if if it's not a corporate volunteer team, like the Blue Crew is part of our event. I mean, they're family, you know, so they're part of the thing. But if a group comes in, like it's a local volleyball team or the Boy Scouts or uh, somebody has a band or something like that, we give all them stipends for being a part of the event. So we're giving back to the community on every possible level possible because we go back to the real drill core mission of the event. That was when it was first started in 1980. It was to provide a recreational activity for the city of Philadelphia and the surrounding area. And that's what we do. But yet we give back to over 150 volunteer groups that are part of the event in some capacity where we're spreading the money uh, in, in those directions and helping to grow the community as a whole. I'm glad you mentioned uh, the part about um, when it was first founded. It was really designed to be a recreational activity for the community. Um, I know you were only in sixth grade at the time back in 1980, but uh, do you remember, uh, you know, who started it? The Philadelphia Daily News being um, right on Broad Street. And the Recreation Commissioner at the time, Bob Crawford, who was originally from San Francisco, and his son told his dad about, hey, we got this race out in San Francisco. They run across the Golden State Bridge. You ought to try to, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. You ought to try to do something in Philly like that. So in a conversation with the Daily News, he mentioned it. And they said, well, we got Broad Street. You know, it's a straight shot down Broad Street. So he put one of our rec leaders in charge of getting it together with the support of the Daily News uh, to publicize it, and they started out with you know, 1,500 runners the first year, coupon in the, in the newspaper to b- register for a dollar, and uh, that's how they started the registration process. But it was uh, the commissioner's son in San Francisco that mentioned it, and he took it and ran with it with the Daily News as a partner. And uh, it's it survived all these years. I mean, they're still one of our main main partners. That's and, great. Uh, you know, the Cancer Society has been involved since 1982. So when you put that so so when you put that into the mix where you got a charity benefiting from the event, you know through fundraising dollars and donations, and then and then you have all the other groups involved. It's just been a win win for everyone, and and that's been my goal as as the race director to make it a win for everybody, not just the city itself, the sponsors, the neighborhood organizations. We've run through a city of neighborhoods. The race goes straight down Broad Street. It's so unique that you get to see it, and that's the runners tell us all the time how cool it is to go from the center city to the Avenue of the Arts down to the Navy Yard through the stadium complex. The course itself just sells itself, and that gives them the true flavor of Philadelphia, and especially with all the different things that have been happening along Broad Street, North and South End. Uh, you know, I mean, City Hall is an iconic spot. That's it, five and a half miles into the race, so you're you're gunning for that, and then all of a sudden you flip around to the opposite side, and you got to go another four, you know. And uh, then they get to the Navy Yard, and they go oh, another quarter mile to go, <laughs> and, and, and it works out great for everybody. That's great. I, I can feel your passion and your enthusiasm. What does the Blue Cross Broad Street Run mean for Greater Philadelphia? Uh, for Greater Philadelphia, it continues to put us on the map in an area where, as, as we mentioned before, that it's not recognized for to a certain extent, but yet it's one more avenue that we can promote as a city, you know, the things that we can do. And and we have been our own uh, biggest enemy in promoting uh, some of these things that we have, our recreation on our, our cultural aspects. And a lot of that has to do with budgetary things. I mean, we're, we put the event on. We're the city. So our budget is not unlimited where uh, a lot of private races or private other uh, events that are held here can advertise and push that out there. So we do it with our talent. 
We do it with our passion. As you said, we do it with our passion. I say that all the Parks and Rec employees that work on this event, we all do it as a labor of love because not one of us is assigned to just doing the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. We all do it as part of what we do. You know, Some of our rec leaders at our playgrounds, our caretakers, our administrators, uh, our chief of staff drives the lead car. You know, things like that. I mean, we have people from all the way top to bottom that are part of the event because they want to do it. We have retirees that come back and work the event. It's a labor of love. But and, and when that goes out to the public and they see what we care about, it, then the mushroom effect happens where they're selling it to the greater Philadelphia area and then they're selling it to the, to the world for us. And, and it's all because of what we put ourselves into. And, 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 yeah, I have the passion for it, and I've worked it since 1984. It's been my life as part of the Parks and Rec Department being a part of this. And, uh, you know, I've worked a lot of great events. Over the years, the marathons, the mummers parades, you know, Army Navy games and things like that. All the big things that we do here in the city, uh, I've been managed to be a part of in some capacity. So it's easy for me to talk about it and and show the passion that, that it deserves. You got a cool job. Yeah, I did. Very <laughs> Jim lucky. Marino, City of Philadelphia, Department of Recreation, race director for the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Joe Lynch, Independence Blue Cross, lead security for Independence Blue Cross and is a passionate supporter of the Blue Cross Broad Street Run. Thank you both for being on Growing Greater Philadelphia. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Growing Greater Philadelphia is supported in part by many of our investors and partners, including Liberty Property Trust. They're a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia. Liberty Property Trust has been creating environments that have been helping businesses realize their full potential for nearly 50 years. To learn more about the Philadelphia Navy Yard and other Liberty Properties, visit libertyproperty.com. And by Drexel University. Drexel was founded in 1891. They're one of the region's top 10 private employers with three campuses in Philadelphia. Learn more about Drexel University at drexel.edu. Check out all of our podcasts on Radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia.